Hey, what's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast. Before we get going, gotta talk about our great sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Hockey's back, which means you can go in and check out High Bank Distillery. Watch the Blue Jackets on the old TV. And uh, series tied 1-1. We got a good battle already, already brewing. They have awesome food, great spirits. You can take some bottles home to go, especially if the Jackets end up losing the series. You just get yourself blacked out. Highbankco.com for more details. Also, we have our, our own merch, shoptheartillery.com. Check it out. We just launched a brand new T-shirt, our Ohio five-line tee. Pretty awesome. Also coming out with a new hat here shortly. Should be tomorrow uh, if you're listening to this, probably today. So shoptheartillery.com. Check it out. Let's go. Hey, Fifth Line. This is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast with Jordan, Warren, and Kyle. Look, it's not too late to turn this off. They have no idea what they're talking about. Honestly, I have no idea why I even agreed to do this intro for them. All right, you've been warned. Here they are. What's up, little boomers? Welcome in to episode 143 of the podcast. Hockey's back. I thought it was the intro for a second. Ho- hockey's back, and we're happy about it. <laughs> we're happy about it. We just yeah. watched game two, but we're, we'll talk about game one first before we bring everyone's spirits down. Uh, but yeah, hockey's back. You love to see it. Um, it's like game one never even happened. It did happen, Kyle. I don't we, believe it. Because the series is tied now. The series is now tied 1-1. If you would have told me that we were only we were to only give up three goals in two games to a powerhouse like Toronto, I would take it. You would have agreed with it. You would have been like, yeah, that sounds about right, because we've been talking about our good defense. We have. From and, the beginning. Yeah, and that's a very good point as well, because for weeks now, we've all been stressing that this is pretty much a great matchup because offensively, Toronto powerhouse. Defensively, Blue Jack is probably one of the most – probably. One of the better de- defensively sound teams in the league. So this Gone. matchup is essentially what I think we all thought it was going to be. But man, this game was hard to watch today. It was. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Let's talk about game one. Oh, so yeah. game one, a happier time. It was. Uh, Jackets beat the Leafs 2-0. to zero. Corpy was absolutely incredible. Still, still is incredible. I mean, even game two, he had some amazing saves. I don't fault that loss at all to no, Corby. No, no, no. Um, great game, tight defensively, kind of what we all have been saying. We pretty much, we legitimately shut down Toronto's top line, which you'd love to see. Mm-hmm. Actually, every line, because I didn't score a damn goal game one. True. Um, Atkinson, game winner. Winberg actually didn't pass the puck on an empty net opportunity. He got goal number two. So Jackets obviously came away with that dub 2-0. Oh, wait, it was two. Never mind. In the second most shots in that game. And then somebody didn't tell me to not go on Instagram Live completely drunk. We all, every, all of us, <laughs> but Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy joined you for some reason. That's the kind of support I need, though. Well, I want to do more no, Instagram Live stuff, but you all are like, no, I, don't, I just want to go home. The support you, you need is to just to tell you no in those situations because... I may have been blacked out. Because it yes. ended with you on your knees in the bathroom doing a dual live video <laughs> with Cam Atkinson's brother. He's Brett is the one that like said, hey, Put me in the put me in the live feed, so I just hit the <laughs> thing and it happened. We I was on my knees in the bathroom Still. for for the fact of getting good lighting. Okay, oh, yeah, like, it looked good. God. It looked great. The lighting was good, and then somebody said you should shotgun a Red Bull. 
and I said, didn't. I don't want to do that, but I'll chug it. And I got like a quarter of the way down and I said, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, so Wow. I was just trying to have a good time celebrating the Jackets first yeah, there was there was like five of us total watching this game together. <laughs> Jordan got blacked out, did Instagram Live. I got pretty, I was pretty good after that game, yeah. especially after the win. You know, you, you're watching them play like that, and that's a team that, that I would love to. Cora, why are you yelling? There's a dog here. Hey. Um, He's okay. Good girl. Thank yeah, you. no, it was, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my Instagram Live, but whatever. Um, we had a lot of people <laughs> watching, just saying. Also, that's also a bad thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> that's, sure about it. Uh, and I didn't know that Instagram Lives just don't save. I was I wanted to watch it the next morning, and it was already gone. So I was kind of disappointed. But good, good. Uh, huh? Good, gone. You have to, apparently, you have to hit save after the video, and uh, I did not do that. Cassidy later informed me of that. But gotcha. Okay, it doesn't matter. It, we were having a good time. The Jackets won two zero. But but yeah. So like, I don't know where that team went for game two. And the thing is, like, we didn't do anything amazing in the first game. We played defensively. We played great. Corpy played amazing. Those two still stayed the same. Yeah. But offensively, we just did. I disagree. Good. We offensively, we did. Yeah, we did all right. Game two, I think the defense was lacking. I mean, I really do. Compared to game one, um, two goals. I mean, first of all, the the second goal given up to Devaris on that breakaway when Warinsky came up with Jones, and then Warinsky just basically handed them the puck. For a breakaway for Tavares, yeah, there was what, there was the, the an opportunity. The defense was not even close to what it was for game one. Yeah, no, there was an opportunity uh, to that. What you're saying right there, that Tavares goal, that how you don't get a shot off right there, just absolutely baffles my mind. Like he did literally just give it up to the Leafs, and then bam, all of a sudden they're on the other end, and Tavares just buries one. But I don't want to say the offense looked bad. That's why I'm saying the offense because we didn't we didn't do anything. Yeah, no, we just rushed everyone up to the goalie, and then. I think, we're, I think we're mixing two games here. I think uh, I think what you were saying was game one, we played a, a good... We played all around. We played We, we played, played a good great. game. Offensively, we, we played okay. We played a very tight defensively defensively sound game. Um, Toronto really couldn't do anything, which you love to see. But there is still the lacking of the offense that concerns me. If yeah. we can't score any goals at all, don't matter how good your defense can potentially be, we have to somehow find an offensive rhythm, and that's something that I think was kind of lacking, obviously, in game one and really carried over to game two. Um, I think there was just a lot. The start of that game, the Jackets could not get going for game two. Um, They had the the Dean Kukun. Who's the guy who hit him? Clifford. And I feel like we were just kind of off balance from that start, and then we kept going to the box. So, like, we couldn't find a rhythm, Mm -mm. and I think that that – Killed us for the entire game almost. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I, I going back to that Clifford hit on Kukin. I, if that's not looked at by NHL player safety for a dirty hit and a suspension or pot or, or a fine, uh, then there's something wrong. I mean, that's complete. Clifford completely left his skates, led with his shoulder to Kukin's head. Kukin had to leave to go get to to go into concussion protocol to make sure that he was not concussed after that hit. It was it was the definition of a dirty hit, and the refs didn't even bat an eye. I mean, it play just continued like, like I mean, it, it it looked dirty in real time. It looked dirty when it happened. I yeah. saw someone tweeted us saying, 
his feet were on the ice at the point of contact. And I feel like that doesn't matter. Yeah. If you hit someone and your feet aren't up in the air, you're just fly tackling. Yeah, I mean, he... That's not it. That's even not if right. the point of contact was right there, you're still... You have that momentum carrying you, and his feet left yeah. the ice. So he Which completed a hit pretty high. I, I don't know if it if the shoulder made contact with the head at all, but I mean... It was it was a high. It should have been at least a two minute guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if the Charging. league's going to review yeah. it, but I mean, it did. They not, just find somebody twenty five hundred dollars for a high sticking. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, if they if they're doing that, I mean, they've got to look at at that hit, right? I would assume so. I mean, it it did yeah, look. I'd be shocked if they don't. It looked illegal to me. I, it should have been something. I, I don't know if it's going to warrant a suspension, but. I think maybe a fine. It should have been a two-minute at the time, in my opinion, like what you're saying, Warren, a charging or something. Yeah. Because he, no matter the point of impact or not, he still lifted his feet and completed a hit. He's a foot off the air uh-huh. afterwards. So, like, <laughs> to me, that's not right. I think there needs to be something. And it needs to be looked at for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like just after Kukin leaving the game, we were down to defensemen. The pairings got a little messed up there because of that. He did come back later, which you love to see. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we just couldn't find a rhythm, and we just kept going to the box. I mean, there were a couple questionable calls there, um, a few that I really didn't agree with. I think that the the, the refs were a little whistle-happy there um, throughout the game. Mm-hmm. But we did put ourselves in positions that kind of in, in desperation positions because we couldn't get anything going offensively that I think that led to a handful of penalties throughout that game to where we just couldn't find any momentum. We couldn't sustain any pressure. And I think that's what really killed us throughout this game. Oh, yeah. The fact that we walked away, I mean, with one of them being an empty net goal, three to nothing after giving them, who I think they said was like the third best power play unit. Yeah. Giving them Toronto. five power play. You give them that many opportunities. And they didn't even get a power play goal, did they? No. But the fact that we just, it's because we were always of that, playing that on we our heels. wore ourselves out. Oh, yeah. We tweeted, it was a give and go type of game because we would give them the puck and they would go they would go yeah they would they would get the they would get in our off they, they would get in our zone no problem uh-huh. but we would get in our their zone and they'd be like no yeah and then get it back out yeah Everything. so where do we go from here then i mean it's we it's been the, the since the season started back last october we have had offensive issues for we, sure it, it hasn't nothing's changed in that aspect we've had an elite defense for years now and no offense. I mean, we had a decent offense with Panarin here, yeah. Um, but it still wasn't anything spectacular by any means. And now that Panarin's gone, you know, now it's it's worse than it was when Panarin was here. Obviously, so there just isn't any adjustments. It feels like coming. I mean, we got Foodie in there, yeah. But Foodie was invisible today. Yeah, I, I would say argue pretty much everybody was invisible. I, I don't, I don't think I remember hearing PLD's name called at all throughout the game, and he was a guy that I really paid attention to in Game One. I thought he was going toe to toe with you know some of Toronto's best players, a guy like all of your. Oliver Bjorkstrand. I mean, he's somebody that we were highly touting coming into this series. Like he could potentially have a breakout series with versus the Leafs and and get the Jackets rolling. And he's been invincible. So I mean, I I don't know where to go offensively with this team. And as you can see, also what Torts was stressing leading into this series is Toronto is a fast team, and I think yeah. we truly saw that today because we could not keep up with them. And we, we, we play great defensively, yes, but 
I would like to see the possession numbers. How how long did they have the puck as opposed to us? Jeez. I feel like we just couldn't get I anything going. I don't want to see those numbers. Yeah, that's true as well. <laughs> I, you said, did you just say again? We played we played well defensively game two. I think we we played a tight, uh, not as good. They as, had almost forty shots. Not as good as game one, but. You still got to look at it. We still held them to two goals. Yes, Corpy stood on his head multiple times, but Corpy's bailing them out and bailing them out yeah. and bailing them out and bailing them out and bailing them out. That's probably why Bob left. It's because, yeah, no <laughs> shit. Just to get on there and win a cup in Florida, he gave yeah. up four goals uh-huh. again today. Um, you love to see it. Part of being a Blue oh, Jackets goalie is learning that you have to bail bail your team out many times. Being a Blue Jackets goalie should be all oh, my defense is not going to make me bail them out yeah. more than I should. Corpy had so many amazing saves today, but again, yeah, but it's so there, it only comes to a certain wrong. extent. It should have been probably like four or five nothing of a game. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. But again, I, I can't completely fault the defense whenever they can't get anything going because the offense had they didn't settle the puck in Toronto zone at all. They probably had the longest they were in their zone was maybe. 30 seconds. Yeah. I, I can't really recall any type of offensively sustaining pressure that we applied at all in that game. It didn't exist today, no. And it really didn't exist in game one either. We just, Cam Atkinson, he, you know, he had a great opportunity in game one and, and he scored, but I feel like even game one, we really didn't sustain anything there either. We were just very well off defensively. Game two, yeah, Kyle, you're more so right. The defense, I think, was there at times, but overall... I think everything was just lacking. There was just no flow. And I, I mean, I know I've I've been known to go after Warinsky, um, but he was embarrassing today, in my opinion. He oh, yeah. he looked he looked sloppy. slow. He looked he looked hungover. I mean he <laughs> he looked he looked like he did not want to be on the ice today in in a, in a, a lot of different plays where he was slow to the puck. He got beat to the puck. He lost the puck a lot, which I feel like he's known for being defensively uh pretty good with his with the puck with his handles and especially with the shot i mean the most goals by a defenseman in the league this year and you know he gets in the slot with a perfect opportunity and just and just completely misses the puck yeah and and gives him a a breakaway going back and i'm not going to stop talking i mean seth jones don't get me wrong i'm gonna seth jones did not look very good either he didn't do much either today i mean he had a couple plays where you know he he was able to clear the zone but overall, Jones looked slow. I think Savard looked like the best defender out there today. Yeah. By but I mean, by at the same time, you still, you still have to give credit, as much as I hate to say it, to Toronto because they came out and they were playing a pretty much a completely different game from Game One. They came out physical. They came out slightly dirty at, at times, and they stuck to it and they got the three zero win. I think the Jackets were not expecting that entirely, and I think we just we we weren't prepared. It looked like we just came out and. You know, we we came out of the gate slow, and Toronto came out with physical with force, and that's something that I don't think that the the Blue Jackets were were expecting to happen right away. Yeah, and they, uh, I, I just really think that the uh, top line came out with something to prove because they were embarrassed. Yeah, that's a forty million dollar top line. <laughs> yeah, and and they they put up a zero goals in game zero line. shots. But they're forty yeah. million for a yeah. reason. So they made sure that they came out today with something to prove, whether it be physical or just taking those shots. I, yeah, I, it looked. It kind of just felt like we got to taste our own medicine. Toronto was in all the all the shooting lanes. They blocked a lot of shots. I'd like to see their numbers on block shots yeah. today. They adjusted, man. They, they adjusted. They really they played faster. Their defense looked good. Muzzin looked good all game until he got hurt. Um, 
I feel like we just we got the Blue Jackets treatment on ourselves right there, and oh, yeah. we didn't like it. We did not. Yeah, I didn't like it. I hated watching it. And I like it to think painful. that we're going to look at that. I mean, the team's going to look at that, dissect it, and just do what Toronto did this game and just yeah. come back better next game. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, in Toronto, obviously, adjusted. So Jack has got to go can. back, and they got to adjust and see if they can't do anything. But the bottom line is we have to get something going offensively. It's just... It's almost like we're the the jackets are are it's so stressed by the coaching staff to play this defensively sound game, which is great. That when they do get the puck, it's like they don't know what to do with it, oh, and yeah. that's Sometimes, that's that's yeah. where I'm kind of frustrated, and and that's where you know having a guy like having a breakout guy, a, a game changer. I always hate to bring him up all the time, but a guy like Panarin really benefits a team because if you are going to play that defensively sound game, it helps out when you have an offensively skilled guy that can do something like that, and we're not seeing anybody rise to the occasion. We're just kind of going through the motions. But We've got guys that can. We've seen them do it. We've seen Nyquist do it. We've seen PLD do it. We've but seen those guys, do those it. Those guys aren't game <laughs> breakers. Uh, but we've seen people in the they swept AHL him. come up and do it this year. There's no reason why these guys can't. There's they no absolutely why can. Someone can't. I mean, step we get these guys can. Nyquist beat Toronto single-handedly earlier this yeah, season. I'm not no, saying I, it's all I, doom and gloom here, boys. I'm no, just no. saying and, like and series not, tied one-one. Yeah. I just want to see some offense here. I know, and I'm not saying like I wouldn't love to have a Panarin again, but hopefully uh, that's all I'm thinking is like just come back, do what Toronto did, review the tape, see what you got to do, and just come back better. Yeah. There's it, no way they don't have to. I know have we don't ability. have, like you said, we don't have that guy like Panarin, of course. We don't. Nobody has that guy like Panarin, except for the Rangers. Um, but looking to get who swept. are uh, looking to get, yeah, <laughs> who are going to have an early checkout in Toronto. Them and yeah, Panthers and they'll get the number one overall pick, I'm sure. Probably. Uh, Denver, yeah. Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what, when, you have a guy like, when you have a guy like Riley Nash that has the most shots on goal on your team for the game, something's not right. You're not getting to the puck right. Yeah. The, the, the whole team just was not – a lot of the time when we see this team play, they're on a string together. They're all in sync. They know exactly what they're running. They're on the same page all the time. They, they have eyes in the back of their head. They know where everybody is on the ice at all times. Today was not like that. Mm. It seemed like passes were already all day. There were, there were bad pa- – I've heard on the radio Miguel Aguit, on my way over here was talking about how awful the ice was, that the ice was bouncing around – it was whatever, but Toronto had to deal with it too, so it's not really an excuse. It's just they weren't getting to the puck. They, it's really that simple. They weren't fighting for the puck. They were basically just giving it up and, and content on getting back on defense. Yeah, no, I mean you're 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 spot on. I mean it just it seems like I don't know it. Just something needs to happen offensively. Bjorkstrand, PLD, somebody's got to step up here and 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 take command of it and. We're just not seeing a guy do that, and I love I love the way we I love the way we play defensively. I love the fact that we can hold these teams, these very talented teams, to two to three goals. You know, it's or, or shut them out like we did game one. But yeah. that's only going to take you so far, especially if Toronto has the type of game breaking players that they do have, because they don't kid yourself. They have a hell of a first line. They got a pretty damn good second line too, and you know. The game can change in a second, and we saw that tonight. You know, we we can hold these guys. Corpy can 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 be a, a freaking brick wall back there. But if they're gonna pummel forty five shots on you, some of those are gonna go in. Yeah. And we ha- we we need we need our guys offensively to 
to get rolling. Fresh out the torts presser uh, about three minutes ago, uh, and I quote, Toronto was really good. We sucked. End quote. <laughs> End quote. There we go. All right. There Sounds we go. about right. See you guys Thursday. Sounds about right. I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty much what we're saying. So, Jeez. in a nutshell. Um, we, we did suck. I mean, that's, yeah. There's really no, no more dissecting it, really. There really isn't. I mean, we said what we had to say. It, you know, we know, we knew we were coming into a dogfight with these guys. Um, we, now all we have to do, not all we have to do, but as fans, all we have to do is take a breath, let Torts do his job, and Torts we trust. I trust in Felino too, and Felino we trust. I think these guys are going to write the ship. we got a three-game series to win. We have two more games to win. Yeah. And I think they can do it. I really do. And no, I, I do too. I, it's, it's not all doom and gloom, and the series is tied 1-1. You know, if, if we can come back out, play how we played game one, maybe add a little more offensive flair to it, that'd be great. But, yeah, it's, it's not doom and gloom. We lose a game, oh well, get over it, come back, game three, Thursday, which I think the start time has been announced, it's an 8 p.m. start time Thursday, which prime time, so maybe the Jackets, you know, maybe. rise to the occasion in front of all those eyeballs. And now, hey, if we win the series, all we have to do is just play Boston. I mean, that's easy, right? We beat them in the, in the exhibition game. That's right. So, <laughs> that's totally right. got this covered. Nothing crazy. Ain't worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get social. Also, if you, have, if you haven't noticed, Cassie's not here. I texted her, um, and she said, I'm drunk. So Fair enough. I think she just did not make it to the podcast, clearly. I, I, I would like to say that you guys are going to have to wash my car. Okay. I won on the predictions. What was the predictions? The first one was who gets the start for game I, one. I said Corpy as well. I said Corpy. Okay. Then the second one was who gets the first goal. No one got that right. Okay. It was Cam. I said Bjorkshan. Kyle said Nyquist. You said Robinson. And then the third thing was how many minutes until Ryan Murray gets hurt? Jordan, you said two minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is, I think I said five. He's still Kyle chugging said five. along, man. I said six, so I automatically win. Okay. And then no one got the score right. So I think I was closest, though. I can't wait for you two to drive my car to... Moomoo. Yeah. Moomoo's. Not goo goo. Moomoo. Moomoo. All right. Uh, let's get social. We don't have Cassidy here to uh, read the questions. So we got Great. Go, we so gotta, I have to do my job. We got to go back to uh, slumming it here and reading our own questions. Mm -mm -mm. Sure All right. Uh, first question from the CBJ haters at the CBJ haters in front of the pod. The fuck was that? <laughs> that's that's a good question. That's rough. We just it, gave you all the answers. We did. So I just wanted to say that on. Uh, that's all. Yeah, I that's fair. I believe it. I don't know what that was. Next one, Dave at David Royal nineteen. Good news is, fellas, the more we drink, the less it hurts. Also true, David. Is the that pod. true? I I don't know. I get emotional when I'm drunk. I get uh, mad. That helps though. Let it definitely helps, helps, for sure yeah. it helps. Let them out, it helps. Hmm. Uh, next one from Amelia at Fifth Line. Amelia, what do you think triggers our consistency issues? What makes them flare up? Kind of like arthritis. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. sad. Like earlier this week. It's really Super sad. Friendly. 
85? Uh, I don't know. It does seem, though, like that's been a consistent thing throughout the whole year. But <laughs> at the same time, we were playing with half an AHL team throughout the year, so I can see how the inconsistencies would happen. So you're saying that it, we've been consistently inconsistent? Yes. Yeah. For sure. I don't... Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i not the type of person that's going to be like, oh, we we were the ones that completely sucked. I think Toronto just disrupted our, though, our style of play. And I think they came out, they played better, and I don't necessarily think, yes, did we suck? For sure. Don't know what that was. Um, but at the same time, I think they they just came in, disrupted how we do things, and I think that led to our sucky play. I, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that, like, whenever... Even if we win... We should change. You need to adjust. It seemed like that may have been the issue. Like, we didn't adjust, but Toronto adjusted. So we sat there doing the same thing that they already know we were going to do, but they came out doing something, playing a little more dirty, getting a little more physical. They definitely had shots. more energy, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dan Blackburn at Dan B 235 Stinland and Nudavara need to play. Yes, I agree. I think Nudavara, I think Kukin has been playing great, um, but I, I still think that Nudavara should see the ice during this series. Yeah, I could see potentially, I mean, where he did go off on concussion, they're going to be looking at that option where he went for that protocol. Also, Stenland, I mean, if we're not producing anything on offense, Stenland's been. I mean, not necessarily offensively, but what about, what about a guy like Devin Shore? I mean. He's experienced. He's a veteran. We yeah. haven't really heard his name a lot lately. Yeah. Well, Granted, I mean, I know that's not a defensive guy, but yeah. I, I know we're talking about maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just thinking maybe big bodies in there. So I, I like a Stenland. I like a Stenland's pretty big. I like a Shore in there. You know. Yeah. I. I mean, anybody. Look, I Texier actually played today. Believe it or not, I know uh, a lot of people. Uh, didn't even realize he was on the ice today because he was basically invisible. But Texier did have some ice time today. Uh, I, I could see him getting scratched, Texier, because he has done absolutely hardly anything this season. Well, this one was hard because anytime he was on the ice, uh, where Rinsky was too, and he had to be playing defense for a lot. That's he was skating yeah, back with Seth Jones a lot today. I don't like that. The power play looked like the power play we are used to. Oh, yeah. Our short-handed or our penalty-killing unit looked better than our power play unit. Yes, I agree with that. It's terrible. Yeah. I got a little distracted right there because... You're good. No, but yeah, power play fucking sucked. Power play was terrible. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, next question. From Homer Olsen at Home Drizzy. What do we have to do to find the fi on Thursday? <laughs> Uh, score goals. Put oh. puck in net. Put puck in net. Get get puck state. Put it in that man. Felino's gotta gotta get in some guys' butts here. You know, like mm. we really gotta. <laughs> he's really gotta get him. Just light a fire. We gotta go. We have to. That's light the a fire way that this in team, their butts. In their butts. Nice. Make it uncomfortable. It that would be pretty hot. It'd be hot. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, someone's got a lot of fire. I want. I want another Tortorella pregame speech. I want to, oh, I want to, yeah. like they did with Tampa Bay. I, I, I thought wanna, there would have been one. That today. would light a fire in my butt for sure. Oh, man, guys, why? That's what, what Cassidy like said. We had to say fire, no. not fire. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach Paquette at Zach underscore Paquette Paquet. three. <laughs> what are some positives, if any, we can take away from this game? Corpy. Corpy. I mean, honestly, also concerns Corpy. me. Like, I, I don't want to see him be doing this every game. No. But yes, that's absolutely a positive. Can we all just 
everybody who had doubts about Corpy coming into the series, about how they thought Elvis should have started over Corpy, can we just take a minute and say that you were wrong? Yes. <laughs> like, dead ass wrong. We all called it, too. We all called Corpy. Nothing wrong with Elvis. No. And, and that's the thing. Like, we're not saying Great like backup. he would have, like, yeah. we're not saying he would have messed up or yeah. ruined it, or it wouldn't be the same scenario, but. Man, Corby, you can't say he's that playing it fantastic. Wrong. I mean, and and not to harp on old players for the Blue Jackets, but God, look what Bob's doing right now in Florida. They're down mm. 0-2 in the series. He has like a point eight zero save percentage. That's all it, we get, it's, though. It's, That's all we have because we can't win playoff <laughs> series. I know. <laughs> I'm just so we can just make fun of the guys yeah. that left. Panarin's down 0-2. Bob's down 0-2. You love you love to see it. But anyways, well, can we just today. can we just talk about how great of a move that was by Yarmo? That's I mean, great. I love the fact he's putting full confidence in Corpy. He's our guy. He goes out there and he's doing absolutely incredible. So I take away a positive. I take away Corpy just absolutely playing lights out. I don't fault any of those goals on him today. I really don't. I don't think that uh, the, the Tavares one, it's a one on one with Tavares. I mean, what do you think's going to happen? He almost stopped. He got a big piece of it. He yeah, he did. stopped it. He did. It was just a quick <laughs> wrister from Tavares on the breakaway. Yeah, just unlucky there. And that that first goal that went in past Corpy, that that tip in from the boards, that's uh, tough. That and was the a tough only one. other. The Every only dog other, has his day. It's just gonna happen. Yeah. And the only other positive thing that I saw was Tortorella absolutely lighting into Pierre Luc Dubois on the bench. Now <laughs> I, I also angry saw torts. some people giving Torts the shit on Twitter about. Oh, shut up. Because they, oh, why are you yelling at PLD like this? Is, you know who it is. It's the, it's the same suspect. It's Cap and Cornelius on there <laughs> saying Torch is an awful coach and all this stuff. Same shit, different day from this person. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl anymore. Do they play they sports? I, probably not. That's a coach. That's what coaches do, bro. Yeah. They, <laughs> they get into their players to try to get something going, bro. I, Who said I, he was blaming PLD for anything? Were you on the bench with him listening to the conversation? I'm sorry. Is there something that you want to tell us that we don't know about? Or do you just want to sit here and keep blaming Torch for shit that isn't his fault? Preach it. But what's your, what's your stance on that? Bro. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I coached eleven and twelve year old baseballers, and I made one cry one time. Wow! Yeah, did you? That's that's the coach's job. You make your players cry. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm just the, so tired ran, of seeing the Then they ran suicides after that. And when for I made baseball? One cry. Oh, I was pissed. How do you run suicides in baseball? Well, we, I went inside to the gym. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kid had his cell phone out in the outfield. I'm like, Ooh. oh, that's not good. No, that's, no, that's not. Good. Oh, I would have done oh. the same thing. Oh no, boys. Oh yeah. I, if my oh. I coached 15 year olds once in baseball. I'm pretty and sure done uh, that. Ooh. Nobody talked to him for a while. I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they ran suicides till they were blue in the face. <laughs> Going back to hockey real quick. Yeah. I am so tired of seeing people shit on torts. This dude has completely revitalized this franchise, in my opinion. He's from what it Jack was. Bef- when Todd Richards was here, cool. I mean, whatever. He was he got us to a couple playoff series, one playoff series, which we got absolutely beat down in. Well, yep. uh but ever since then, ever since Torch has been here, it's been nothing but an upswing. We've been getting better and better and better every year. We've been getting more yep. confident in this team every single year. And I am so tired of seeing people come after torts. It just doesn't make any I sense think it, to me. There, there are a few and far between now, but I, I do still see some of that on that chatter on Twitter. And I, I don't think any coach in the National Hockey League could have taken the team that he had this year with all those AHL guys and had him in a wild card spot. Like that's just unheard of. And there's a reason he's going up for the Jack Adams. So, 
Yeah. It's winning the jackets. Don't know how we got down this rabbit hole with that one question, but... Well, the one thing I love yeah. to look back whenever I think of having Todd Richards and now having Torts is just the complete 180. Oh, yeah. Of the personalities. One's 100%. like Jim Trestle, the other's like Urban Meyer. Exactly. Like, it's 100%. like they're, they're complete opposites. Um, next one. Killer Well Emotions at Killer Well Emo. I'll let that one slide. You go. That's good. Why didn't Jody vacuum the floor? Filthy. Oh, we were talking about. <laughs> we it. have yeah. been tweeting oh and God. talking. The the, <laughs> the tablecloths are completely wrinkled. I <laughs> mean, the presentation <laughs> there, guys, is They've just not good. So yeah, let's, let's, let's been for those that don't really know, know what we're talking about because we we have tweeted about it. So <laughs> they have like these makeshift studios right now that Jody Shelley, Jeff Rimmer are in. And they have like these table. They sit at these tables like six feet apart, and they have these tablecloths that have like the Blue Jackets logo. Just all they need is a steamer because they're so wrinkled. And also, yeah, they should have acted on the floor as well. Like, what what are we doing here? You're on national TV. You know, a little presentation goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree with that. I mean, it's just especially coming from you. You worked in the production side of things. For I'll a come long in. Time. I've got a steamer. I'll Dude, come in there and steam those. I worked claws. for a production company, and I remember I had to steam a whole back curtain, like a whole backdrop. It yeah, was, it was white, and we were, we were like projecting an image, and I was on a ladder, and I was like steaming that thing. That's what you do, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do to make it look good. That's it's what's okay. That's what the guys behind the scenes do. Now, here's the thing. What I'm thinking it is is that I think. Jody and and Jeff just go up there and set up their own camera, and nobody else is up there with them. I don't think that. And they just sit there, and they're <laughs> no. just like they're just they're just <laughs> fucking around, you know, having uh, some drinks, having a good time. There was some awkward silence today. We were talking about earlier when uh, Jody weird. Shelley uh, commented on Jeff Rimmer's jacket, suit jacket. It was like a blue stripe thing, and uh, he's like, "Nice jacket, there, bud." And, Jeff went uh, thanks. Jeff went thanks, and then awkward silence for like six seconds, <laughs> and that was it. And then Jody went. Is that that's all you got? <laughs> He's like, "Yep." And then there was more awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I love that combo is actually kind of funny. Like I great. I honestly enjoy both of them. I mean, Jeff he is does he miss plays and f- for names. you know names and stuff? Yeah, but Jody, I think it's a good banter. I'm a fan. Enjoy it because we maybe got one more year. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, we'll go Seth Fuller at G Saints podcast. Do you get a boner when Winberg shoots the puck? <laughs> no, because that means our offense is not doing well. <laughs> if it was him and others shooting the puck. If it's Winberg and Riley Nash shooting yeah. the puck, things aren't going Inverted so well. Inverted boner. <laughs> <laughs> <I> go in. <laughs> uh, it's it, it more so just shocking. It's just like you don't know. You don't know what to do. Yeah, right. Uh, it was twice Riley Nash on a shorthanded attempt had the, had the puck 2-1-1 twice with Winberg. In the same on the same shift, and they—I mean—it's just what is going on here? Yeah, that is not how this works. Yeah, I don't. It just didn't make any. When you saw that happening, you just had to have had a bad feeling about this game. <laughs> I don't uh, much. I still don't care for for Winnie on that first line. I, I know he's been up there. He, the, the lines probably got put in a blender at some point in this game, but I know he started out in that first line. I I can't get behind it. Right, I'm with you. Um, That's PLD's job, and apparently he's not doing his job because Torch is ripping him a new they asshole. They looked slow <laughs> and like they didn't want to. All of them, they just did. Uh, next question at uh, HW Plainview June. That's we're taking these questions live right now. They're coming in. Change. We 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 just we're we're literally fresh off that game. So at the uh, ultimate something, I don't know. We're, uh, we're going with it. After the no charging call on Clifford, did anyone really think that Toronto was going to lose this game? It really did set the pace, and I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I did have like that 
feeling in the back of my head like uh-huh. if there's no offense coming after this, I don't think there's going to be. Yeah, I, I definitely – I didn't count them out from the beginning, but just the rhythm that we got off to, we just couldn't – there was there wasn't one. We couldn't find it, and that concerned me, and I think that just that just put us back the entire game. Mm-hmm. I tough. agree with that. I I don't know. I I feel like when when that hit happened, I mean, we saw it on TV that it was dirty. I think, and the players that were on the ice with Kukin should have. I think probably should have went over and done something. Yeah, that kind of there was uh, nothing. There was no fire from the team there. That when, goes back to what I've always said, man. You see it with every other team when one of their players gets hit like that, somebody responds. Doesn't when have to be. It doesn't have to be the fight, right? Just like be a, be some type, show some type of aggression towards that player. Yeah, it just it was nothing. It was yeah. is that hit happened. It was a huge hit. The puck was obviously still in play, and it was in the corner, and the defense had to do their job. But even after the play, nothing. There was there was no response towards Clifford at all. He was just yeah. he just skated away like like it was a clean hit, yeah, which it clearly that. was not a clean hit. And no. if I recall, that's something we talked about at the beginning of the podcast because we were ha- or beginning of the season because we were in a slump and it seemed like no one cared. No one cared about themselves or each other. Someone would get hurt, someone would get hit, nothing was being done. Then it kind of started to change. We started seeing more success, whether it be with our team or the AHL team that we had to bring in with the Cleveland Monsters. But now it seems like we're, ver- we're reverting back to the just – Lazy block. Kind yeah, of and I mean it's style. it's early. I mean not really early because this is only a five game series. But yeah, you don't like to see that. We've only we're only two games back into hockey, um, so I hope we don't revert back to that style. And I hope we do. You know, stick up for our guys. But yeah, I mean I would like to have seen something. It doesn't have you didn't have to drop the gloves or anything. But like, my show God, like show them something. Give them give them a little face. something. Yeah. Uh, I think last one I got from Tyler Howard at underscore Ty Howard. A little of them. Friend of the pod. Uh, thoughts on Steve Dangle? I don't. I don't, I don't mind know. him. I don't really know. Uh, he's at Toronto. Yeah, he's like a blogger. Yeah, or yeah. I, I don't mind him. I think he's actually pretty reasonable when it comes to his arguments. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really have a thought either way. I don't even know who that is. Steve Dangle. Yeah. He's like the. If you could find him. Is he the one that said uh, Seth Jones is overrated? No. Okay. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> then it. I'm probably cool with him. Yeah. No, he's. I'm. I'm okay with him. He has a lot of hot takes, but. Uh, oh, he looks like a douche. <laughs> 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 he has a lot of hot takes. He's very aggressive on the camera, but you know it is what it is. I don't mind him. As aren't we all? Uh, next he's, question. He seems loud. He seems loud. Yeah. Uh, from Mike, R.I.P. Groggs, R.I.P. Groggs, uh, at M underscore Eichel underscore underscore. Jeez. What is up with all the dump and run? Felt like we spent no time getting it tape to tape in our zone to create space to move up the ice with. Has he never watched a Blue Jackets game? I was going to say that, <laughs> but here's the thing. In the last game, there was a lot of tape to tape. The pass was. was phenomenal. It was crisp. It, it, looked, was crisp. it looked very good today. It wasn't happening in the first period and a half, so they made adjustments, that, which they had to do. We've been successful when, with dump and run before. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it. We have the speed to where um, guys like Foodie, like like Nyquist, like uh, Nash can get around the defender after a dump and run and, and get a play going, um, even Felino, But today, it just they, they read everything that we did, absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. There was just nothing that they could have done, I don't think. I, I, like you said, I think Toronto just played that well of a game. They did. 
We played like shit, but that was because Toronto played so well. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't. I got. I got one more question. If you, are you done? Go for it. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Uh, from Ryan Painter at Paintman, <laughs> do you think there is anything we can do other than signing new players to fix this power play? It's been so bad for so long. It's seriously becoming a momentum killer for. Or, I'm sorry. It's seriously becoming a momentum killer to draw a penalty. It's not just becoming a momentum killer. It's been one. Totally. It's a buzzkill. Like, I, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how else they could draw up those lines. I mean, we, we can't score five on five. We can't score five on on four. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's... it's, it's a, hit, when, when the offense isn't clicking, it ain't clicking on the power play either. Is Larson the one that's in control? Uh, no, it was McLean that came in, and he's yeah. been he's McLean took it over. Yeah, as soon as McLean took it over it in, in the season, up. it went off. Like now they, it looks they, like Larson's back. It looks like calling something. the shots. It, they they had a peak. They had a they had a, a spike in yeah. power play. They ended up like in they were eleventh in in the league at one point in power play percentage. Yeah, they went up. And they now they're good. back down to twenty sixth again. Yeah. But they're doing the same thing now. Every single power play, what we did was rush up, pass it to the guy on the left, who's right on the blue line, but he can't go anywhere. So he has to dump it, and everyone's there. That's why it's. I think that's why I think it's so unsuccessful is because Toronto obviously watched their film. They know what we're coming with, Just and they've adjusted. And we have not adjusted. We continue to try to run the same thing, and they know what we're coming with. So it, that's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not that we haven't adjusted. I mean, it's only been one game. It's so. been two games. Well. You can't run the same thing that yeah. worked in the first game and, and expect it to work the same way in the second game because the team that you that you shit on with it is going to adjust and, and not let you do that again. I mean, that's just... You have to also go in and make adjustments for your next game just to try to counter what they're going to adjust with. It you said like, the word adjust a lot right there. That's Well, it is what it is. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree... I don't know what to do with that power play, but I did not <laughs> like what I saw. If we had the answers, Holy we would not shit. be doing a podcast. We'd be coaching. In but the we always have league. the answers. True. We're always we're typically always right. Here's Just what score you goals. do: do better. Score the puck. Do better. The pucks. Uh, the most cliche saying: you got to get pucks deep and put put it in the net. Pucks deep, bud. They got to funnel it. You got to say that like when you're short of breath. Like it's intermission. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Those mashed potatoes look so good. <laughs> you got to get pucks deep. Oh, my gotta, God. You just got to get him in the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I, the, the puck funneling, man. I mean, Jody talked about it in third period. It, it comes to a point where you're not getting anything going offensively. You just got to funnel the puck. Just put it on net. Get it to the middle. Try to get a tip in. Try to throw it off another defender. Something. They weren't even doing that. I mean, the shot we were below twenty shots on goal for the entire game. Yeah, it's it's sad. We man. were almost done with the third or second period. We only had nine shots. Yeah, they ended up with eleven <laughs> shots in two periods. Oh my goodness! It, it's hard to watch sometimes, and it comes to the point where you just need to get the puck into the middle. That's all you can do is just try to get something stupid going, and and try to try to steal a game, try to steal a goal, and go from there. And they just kept trying to run the same offense, and it clearly was not working. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as, God, as, I as cliche as it sounds, <laughs> just put the puck on net, and you never know what the, what the hell is going to happen. And it seems like the Jackets just struggle even putting it on net. So and I th- I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it right now because I d- definitely did not expect to go out of this sweeping Toronto. I, I did. I, I called wanted. a sweep. We all called sweeps. Well, called we sweep. did, but I mean, when I faced reality, it's, that was more what I wanted to see. I didn't expect it. 
Yeah. But I'm not worried about it right now. But, man, if we lose Thursday, then I'm going to be scared. But I think we're going to turn around. I can tell you this. There won't be a shutout this next game. I don't think so either. I think There's it'll no be way. a better game from both parties. And I think, yeah, it'll still be probably neck and neck, maybe a 2-1, maybe a 3-2. But I think the Jackets, I think we will see a some type of offensive presence from the Jackets. I, Torts is too good of a coach. We have too many talented players on this team to where we just like shit our pants the entire series offensively. <laughs> and I think that I do think we'll see some adjustments. I do think we'll see some more goals on the score sheet. And it'll be a neck and neck game. It'll be a freaking, you know, bloodbath. But I think I'm not it's series is tied one one. We've we we've we've allowed Toronto to give to score three goals, one of the most stacked teams offensively in the league. So I'm not worried about it. I think I think we'll bounce back. It's gonna be fun. It's over. Are we done here? Should we get prediction for Thursday? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Predictions for Thursday, boys. Last time we did it, we won. Predictions for Thursday. We're gonna keep that. <laughs> we are doing. I'm gonna say. I'll start. I'm gonna say. Two to two to two to one BJs. Two to one. BJ's. That's what I said for game one, I think. It was close to that. It was. They should, probably should have scored three goals. So. You said 3-2. Kyle said 3-0. Okay. Mm. I said 4-3. I knew it was a one-goal a one, one. We got to stop giving ourselves so many goals because clearly, <laughs> clearly they're not scoring very many. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come out on a hot take here. I'm going to say the floodgates open. I'm going to say something happens. I don't know what it's going to be, but somebody is going to get rolling from both teams. I'm gonna say four to three. Still close matchup. Four three jackets. I think we'll uh we'll finally get the offensiveness. Is that a word? Going. Uh, off offensiality. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's I'm what I smart. meant. Um five three CBJ. Oh empty wow. netter at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be very similar, but an empty netter. Oh, man. At the end. oh yeah. Those are yeah, hot add takes. one more goal, and then it's whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a hot, um, hot, hot take. Elvis starts. Elvis starts. On Thursday? Are you shitting me with how Corpy's played? Yeah, there's no <sighs> way in hell. The, 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 the loss today was not Corpy's doing. Hey, he, he played hey, hey. phenomenal. If I'm wrong, you don't have to wash my car. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll take that bet. I will <laughs> take that bet as well. Jesus. <laughs> but if I'm right. He's got like a 9.5 nine save percentage, man. Like 9.7, I think. That's ridiculous. 60, 65 <laughs> of 67 so far? I don't even know. Pretty Sounds good. right. <laughs> a lot better than Bob. Yeah. But if I'm right, not only do you have to wash it, but you're going to have to hand wash it. Okay. If I'm right. Fine. Deal. deal. All right. Absolute deal. No. Yeah, I'm in with that. I mean, you know that Corpy's going to start on Thursday. <laughs> I, I believe it, yes. <laughs> but I want to see what happens. Fair enough. I'd love to see you guys in some tank tops. I'll just do it shirtless in my chubbies. <laughs> oh, God. I don't Good. care. I got the dad bot. I'm not mad about it. I like it. All right, we're done here. My butt uh, is like digging into my, the bottom of my stomach right now. That's <laughs> cutting, serrating your stomach. That's my, why I always wear the sweats now. You just pull it up over your stomach and it feels good. My dad bod is <laughs> out of control. <laughs> All right, we're done here. Uh, we cut this one a little short because I think we might just come back to you Thursday as well. Sure. Uh, we were like 10 minutes short. That's true. We planned on 30 minutes, yeah, but that didn't happen. It bumped up. 
Yeah. Right. Somebody did ask me on the on the thing. It was inside Johnny. He said, "Can I do a an impression of what Torts was like in a locker room after this game?" Do you want to? Want to give it a shot? Not really. Okay. Can I save it? Save it. I'm gonna save it. Okay. Yeah. I gotta I gotta think about this one. Okay. But Torts wouldn't think about it, would he? No. He just it'd be right. He just come the in there and be like, He's "Listen, right. motherfucker, uh, I'm not gonna do it." It's, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, it's there's a lot of yeah. You know, you think they. Cut out the audio a lot when the players on the ice think about if they had a camera in the <laughs> locker room. I would be amazing. That'd be rough. I would fully support that. Yeah, we'll hold on to this. And Why is there not like an HBO subscription to something like that? Or like, true. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like here's the locker room feed after the game. Like, hell yeah, that's a great. We'll do a thing. We'll just call it "Fly on the Wall," and we'll yeah. put little cameras in the in the locker rooms and then well, charge people to watch. We got to make sure that there's no 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 peens being shown though. Ah, who cares? I mean, it is HBO, so right. I mean, you're allowed to do that, I guess. Can. All right, we're done here. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 143 of the podcast. We're going to end it on peens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and our, our sponsor, High Bank Distillery, who probably loves that. Um, <laughs> uh, like they I said, do, right? we've tried. Back. They don't care. Yeah, they don't. Hockey's back. Uh, you could probably go to High Bank Co. on Thursday. Probably you can. Uh, the the tables are socially distanced. Uh, it's a beautiful open space, and uh, Blue Jackets will be on those TVs on Thursday. So, highbankco.com for more details. Great spirits, great cocktails, great food, and they're uh, located right there across from the Grandview Yard in Grandview, Ohio. Shoptheartillery.com. Yeah, shoptheartillery.com. We should be launching a brand new hat tomorrow. Should be. <laughs> we should be. We always say we should be doing something, and then our merch company comes back a week later. Uh, so what we actually should be doing that. So check it out. You'll see it on our social channels. Anybody else out there want to be our merch sponsor, our merch <laughs> company? They do just fine. <laughs> the the Amazon Prime Slide is... into my DMs. Amazon Prime has ruined everybody because just our shipping sometimes take like seven to ten business days. Because we're local. Because it's all local base, baby. We don't, we're not Amazon. You're supporting a local company. I'll deliver it. I'll hand deliver it all for free in three really? in up to three days. Okay. No, I don't work for free. Big bet. Okay. Okay. So shoptheartillery.com. Check out our merch. We got a lot of things there. We also restocked our BJ season shirts and our boomer shirts. Uh, we have that new Ohio five line tee and the hat, just a little teaser, is going to be the Ohio five line logo on a nice little hat there. So look for that. We'll see you Thursday, little boomers. Spay and neuter your peen. I feel like that's actually accurate.